ever seen him, which was, admittedly, at the scene of a grisly murder a while back, one that he'd suspected me of committing. Not the best start to a friendship, but I thought we'd come a long way since then. He'd gotten over his suspicions, or so I thought. On a good day, he was nice and friendly to me. He had a dry sense of humor that I found appealing. He cared about people. I sort of thought he liked me. Not that we'd ever been out on a date or anything. And we never would if I kept showing up at crime scenes like this. But then, who was to say this was a crime scene? A skeleton didn't necessarily mean someone had been murdered, right? Maybe whoever those bones belonged to had died of natural causes. Heck, maybe it was a suicide. And maybe I'd win the lottery tomorrow. On both fronts, I was living in a fantasy world. Because, seriously, there was a human skeleton in Mac's basement. And until it could be determined that someone had lived a good, long life and had passed away peacefully in his sleep, while stuffed inside the dumbwaiter of Mac's remote, empty mansion, this was very much a crime scene. That hideous thought brought a whole new round of chills, and my shoulders commenced shaking again. Eric glanced at Mac. The two men had become friends, so Eric knew that Mac was about to start the rehab on the house. You know we'll have to halt any renovations you are planning until we clear this up. No problem, Mac said, sounding strangely buoyant. Of course Mac would be happy. Could life get any better for a thriller writer than to find an actual skeleton in his new home? It had to be the coolest thing on earth, for him anyway. Where are these bones? Eric asked. In the basement, Mac said. You want me to show you how to get down there? Yeah. Eric glanced at the four of us. Who found them? Mac gave me a contrite smile. Shannon spotted them first. Eric let loose a sigh of sheer aggravation. I knew that sound. I'd heard him make it more than once. I found them when I looked through the dumbwaiter, I explained. None of us has actually been down to the basement. Well, that's something, Eric muttered. Another dark SUV bounded around the curve and came to a bouncing stop at the edge of the lawn. It was Tommy Gallagher, assistant chief of police and my old high school boyfriend. Tommy had been happily married for many years to my worst enemy, but I didn't hold that against him most of the time. We were still good friends. Although, I couldn't say the same for me and his wife, Whitney. Hey, guys, Tommy shouted from the car before he slammed the door shut and jogged over to the house. With a broad grin, he said, Hey, Shannon. Hi, Tommy. No one had ever looked more jovial at a crime scene than Tommy Gallagher. He'd always been that way, cheerful and even-tempered. Even after the times he was clobbered on the football field in high school, he was like an adorable golden retriever, always happy and friendly. The guy had a wonderful attitude, especially for a cop. Hey, chief. I heard from the sheriff on my way over. Tommy jogged up the stairs. It'll be at least two hours before one of his guys can get out here. In our area, the Mendocino County Sheriff served as coroner and could declare somebody officially dead. But if the death was suspicious and necessitated a more elaborate CSI facility, our police chief would call on the Sonoma County Sheriff's Office, about a 100 miles away in Santa Rosa. And if he required even more detailed forensic or pathology services, or other autopsy-related services, he would call the forensic medical group located in Fairfield over in Solano County, more than 150 miles southeast of Lighthouse Cove. Unfortunately, I was pretty sure the chief would be needing all of those services, along with the forensic odontology expert attached to the group, 
who would, with luck, be able to match the dental records. And how weird was it that I knew all this stuff? After being involved with a few homicide cases up close, I'd become sort of an expert myself. And by expert, I mean, I just knew who to call to take care of things. Eric frowned and rubbed his neck. I don't suppose we're in a huge hurry, since those bones have probably been there for a while. But keep in touch with him, Tom. You got it, Chief. We'd better go take a look. Mac led the way back into the house, and Eric and Tommy followed. I looked at my guys, and without saying a word, the three of us walked quietly behind them. When Mac reached the hallway, he stopped. Shaking his head, he admitted, You know, I'm not quite sure how to get to the basement. I've never been down there. He looked back at me. Shannon? Since I'd spent a lot of time staring at the blueprints, I pointed the way. Through the kitchen and out to the service porch. He jerked his head in that direction.